Hey everybody, I'm Dustin with Tomorrow's Few. Today is episode four, and we have Jared Oldag, and he is a prior Marine. He was a sergeant. Uh, he currently goes to Texas State, uh, and he is uh, definitely welcome to be here, man. I appreciate you coming on today, and uh, yeah. why don't you tell us a little about yourself? Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Um, like you're saying, joined the Marine Corps 2013. Uh, my job, I was a 2111 small arms tech, so I worked in the armory. I fixed guns. That was my job. Uh, I got out as a sergeant 2017. Uh, rolled right into school. Uh, actually, my terminal leave overlapped with the first days of class, so I was like straight into school. It was a good time. So out here, uh, about to graduate, hopefully in the fall, and uh, get things rock and rolling, man. Nice, nice. So what, what is uh, some goals for you moving forward? Um, I mean, get a job, you know, uh, <laughs> it's not perpetual, man. Uh, but right. yeah, move on with that. Uh, maybe join corporate America, maybe uh, support the DOD. They, they need spokespeople all the time. Uh, I'm studying public relations and mass communication. So everybody needs a spokesperson. They need someone that's good to talk to people, good to interview and stuff like that. So uh, looking at that and uh, keep my options open too. I still hear the beat of that drum, you know, from, uh, from the Marine Corps. So uh, keep my options talking to recruiters. Maybe I can go an officer route, maybe uh, do a rinse and repeat, uh, try <laughs> uh, maybe from a different, different viewpoint this time. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's on the horizon for me, man. Uh, yeah, so, so is Marines your top priority or do you have anybody else in mind for, uh, for uh, right now? The army's got my, got my eye. Uh, they seem to have some good things. Yeah. yeah I know, uh, <laughs> I know there's a few Marines. Yeah. I got like, I got a house divided already as it is. Mm -hmm. So, right. uh, yeah, they, they caught my eye so far somewhere in combat arms in the army. Uh, we'll, we'll see what they got cooking, it's preparing for that near peer threat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> of course. Is there, uh, is there any particular MOS that uh, strikes your uh, fancy? Well, infantry has always been the name of the game. Uh, I'll never get a movie made after me if I'm not in the infantry, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> may, may, maybe armor, you know, like Fury, <laughs> that was a thing. Uh, but EOD, no, I'm just playing. Uh, but yeah, infantry uh, or, or engineer, something like that, where I can build stuff and unbuild stuff. So that's that's the flavor. Oh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, man. You always need a good engineer. Apparently, there's a, there's a lack in that department. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. So, uh, what, <laughs> what, uh, so joining the Marines, what were some things you did to, uh, to prep and, uh, and get you ready for that? What do you, what do you think was, uh, what, was there anything that you did that you feel like helped you or that may have maybe hurt you in the process of, uh, of joining? Yeah, man. Uh, one thing that helped a lot is one of my big motivators to join was, uh, I was in the JRTC and you can laugh at that. People are like, Oh, JRTC, whatever. I was in the Marine Corps JRTC in high school. I had two really high speed instructors there. One was a uh, Saltman, uh, first sergeant, and then a Naval Academy grad, Forest Recon, Lieutenant Colonel. So he was my mentor. And uh, I learned a lot from him. And I was already working out that sort of thing. So I had all the basic knowledge pretty much preloaded by the time I shipped out. But I was still, I had had the whole summer after I graduated high school to go. So I took that time to definitely, you know, hit the pavement, go out and run. Uh, I've never been a very gifted runner. Um, I'm a, I mean, when it comes to Marine Corps standards, I was pretty average. Um, so I guess for everybody else, that's just, you know, it's above average, but whatever it is. <laughs> but yeah, hitting the pavement. Um, I knew the Marine Corps was going to be a lot of calisthenics. So uh, that was the thing I was looking at, body weight stuff. Uh, right. Laugh now again, but uh, my dad paid for CrossFit stuff. Laugh at you, but I had a really good coach. He helped me get some Olympic lifting in. So if you if that's something you can get in the cards, I'd recommend that. That gets you some general core strength. 
uh, just stuff you can throw your body around for the Marine Corps, especially pull-ups is a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you can find a bar that you can pull up on, I see everybody nodding. If you could if you pull up to your money maker in the Marine Corps. So that's the one you need to do. Uh, but for sure, that's, I prepared myself, you know, I looked at the knowledge too. Uh, and, but yeah, that was the big thing that I needed was to, to keep my, my mile time good and, uh, and try and get some strength before I went. Right. So, you know, to add to that, you know, a lot of guys, um, that I know that are, uh, that have went through Ranger school or through RASP or anything like that, uh, for the army side, at least, uh, I know that the, the pull-ups is a big deal for that as well. Uh, and, and I've stated, I believe in our last video, it's, it's a, it's a huge critique of how perfect your form has to be for the reps to count. You know, it's not just blasting them out, swinging, kipping or anything like that. Like you really have to have some, some serious, uh, crisp form when you're doing it. And they're just really particular about that. You know, in some kind some cases you get guys that are a little bit, uh, a little bit mean and they just don't want to count it regardless just to give you a yeah. hard time. But, um, for sure. But yeah, so definitely I, I would, I can't press the issue of how much the, the calisthenics, the body weight stuff is so important. Um, but yeah, so, um, so what do you, what is some advice that you would give to somebody that would be joining, uh, for any branch, you know, not necessarily even specifically the Marines, or if you want to be specific to the Marines, that's fine as well. Um, really the thing you got to remember is I've, y'all talked about this in a previous video was, uh, be humble. Uh, you're going to show up and you're going to get humbled regardless. Uh, one a piece of advice that an old sergeant major gave me before I joined was let the Marine Corps teach you, right? You're not there to really teach other people. Um, your first, I mean, damn, for some people it's over a year, but really through basic in any branch, you're going to be told what to wear, where to be, what time, you know, how many reps to do. So a lot of it is just listening. Listen to what you're told and do it and do it fast. And they taught us the Marine Corps speed, volume, and intensity. I know all that boot stuff's coming out, but uh, that's what it means, you know, because speed, volume, intensity is all the flavors you can add to the things you're already doing. When you go yes, and you add speed and volume and intensity, you're just doing <laughs> what they told you to do, just better. Right. right? That's all it is. So I think the mental preparation, you can't really get prepared. It's gonna happen to you. Yeah. You know, it's, that's, that's the way it's designed. Uh, but yeah, I mean, keep your, take care of your body, watch what you eat. Uh, diet is the other half of exercise. I mean, of fitness, fitness is exercise and it's diet, right? So if you're, if you're still guzzling sodas, that's bad. I gave up sodas a long time ago. Um, drink, drink a lot of water um, and watch what you eat for sure. But like for the mental part, you know, you can't prepare, but at least be ready to listen and do what you're told, man. Yeah. Uh, for me, I don't know. I think that it, the military mentality uh, that can easily be transferred into the civilian world, you know, ex- expect the very worst, hope for the best is pretty much the only mental preparation that I think that helped me at all uh, moving into that process. And, you know, I wish I wish more people would have would have brought up that point that you did uh, and what you were saying about drinking water and kind of just cutting back on all the things uh, that you don't realize that you're putting into your body that you're not going to get put into your body during that, that time while you're at boot camp or basic training, because that was a huge change for me. The first couple of weeks were really tough because uh, the, the type of fuel that I was putting into my body, you know, you get a, you get a limited amount and not only that, but it's different. It's a different type of diet than what you usually would eat in the civilian world. I know as soon as I got a chance, I went and ate me some greasy gut busting food 
and it like to killed me. I mean, as soon as it's the first chance I got, I did. And I'll tell you right now, it was one of the worst things I could have possibly done. I was yeah. so overwhelmed. Uh, and I, and I paid for it for days. And of course, mm. coming back off of, uh, off that little break, they made me pay for it as well. Uh, for sure. intentionally, yeah. <laughs> intentionally yeah. so. you give it back right you yeah know. oh yeah uh i'll never forget there was uh, in particular we had a, a thing it was uh thanksgiving while i was in we, we went through um thanksgiving so they gave us this big nice feast and it was incredible and the whole time in the back of my head i was like i'm gonna pay for this i'm gonna pay for all this but i'm gonna enjoy it i'm gonna make it yeah. worth it and uh, they had the officers and all the drill sergeants all dressed up uh and their dress blues and i was like man this is this is fishy I'm getting that eerie feeling and they're serving us eggnog and all uh, this just crazy stuff. And then lo and behold, they, they had a plan and I can yeah. tell you right now, enjoy it because uh, it does not taste as good on the way back up as it did on the way down. And that's for sure. <laughs> very true. Very true. You know, they, as they say, if it's too good, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. More than likely. Yeah. Good rule. Remember. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. So, you know, that, I think that you could have made a better point though about how hard it is to mentally prepare for what you're getting into. It's kind of one of those things you just have to go and experience it and just kind of take a head on because there's really nothing anyone's going to tell you that's really going to prepare you. Yeah. Uh, you know, the only thing you can do is just come into it with an open mind mm. and, and, you know, just, just hope for the best. And, uh, and like I said, expect the worst because there's going to be some real tough times, but it doesn't have to be the worst experience of your life. I know for me, it wasn't, I've definitely feel like I've, uh, I've went through a lot more mentally uh, strenuous uh, times in my life. You know, it's something always, always, of course, uh, things you put yourself through, uh, mm. whether it's uh, intentional or not. But, uh, you know, it, so it's not something that, that isn't possible for everybody. Anybody who has the, the aspiration to join the military definitely should look into it. I don't care what branch you go into. You know, everybody has branch pride. Of course, I'm going to root for the Army. More than likely, all three of you guys are root for the Marines, all of you being, you know, Zach being current, you two guys being prior, you know, but exactly, <laughs> exactly. But, you know, uh, even the guys that are in the Army right now that I know, um, and I have a sergeant that's in my platoon who was, uh, he was a sergeant in the Marines before he joined with us. Uh, mm -hmm. Right before my section leader uh, got here, our past section leader was uh, also a sergeant in the Marines. All of those guys still have their, their Marine pride, you know, but Whatever branch you decide you want to go with, whether it be for you know lineage or or whatever the case, take that take that time invest in yourself because it can be a a very a very uh, fulfilling and exciting uh, career choice. Yeah, so, for sure. And like another another thing to think about too is like regardless of what branch you go, one aspect of the the conditioning that they put you through is uh, that lack of privacy. So you know that's that's part of it, man. You know you. You're, the Marine Corps is very good about that, you know, and you're going to see a lot of parts of people you probably don't want to see. And it is what it is. Um, I mean, then again, the, the military is very good about, you know, you have your moments that you're still a human being. They're not going to rob you of your dignity for the right. most part. But, uh, it's, it is what it is. And I, I know guys in the Navy that uh, their facility, I don't remember where it is. Uh, I think it's off the Great Lakes somewhere. Uh, I know some Navy person is going to roast us in the comments or something, but I know that in the colder months, if you go and ship out, then you won't see the sun. Like your entire boot camp is inside. Is inside. So when you do your PT, it's in a gym, and then you go back in the hall, up the hall, and you know you do classes, and then where you sleep, you know, in your yeah. your squad bay or whatever, that's that's inside. So you could be inside for the entire how many weeks it is and not see the sun. So I mean, every branch has its you know has its little things like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
for sure, man. There's, there's, there's all those challenges and mentally you can, you can look at the videos and you can, you can watch all these things to kind of get a taste and be like, Oh yeah, this is going to be like, right. Everybody has a different experience period. That's, right. that's how it is. And there's going to be some silver linings. And so I think the lowest common denominator for basic in any branch is just going to be, it's going to suck. And it, that, that's what makes it great. I mean, that's, that's all I can wrap it up to, man. Yeah. Uh, just like the, uh, just like the passion Zach has on, on his bag and just on the, the Instagram, you got to embrace that suck. You know, that's yeah. just, that's just part of it. A hundred percent. There's, there's no way around it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I, it, there's no way to, to sugarcoat it. You know, it's, it's going to be, uh, more challenging, hopefully, than anything you've ever done before, because that's one of the beautiful things about the military, in my opinion, is that it, it brings out the strongest characteristics mentally and physically that you can you can bring to the table. Uh, and if you're not going into it with that that mentality that you want to expose the best qualities and traits about yourself, you know, and then maybe you might want to reevaluate. But uh, but I definitely think that's uh, that's what brought it out in me. You know, I'm already being an older guy. I know that I had some. I had some experience in a lot of things, but nothing made me want to to try as hard as going through through uh, through basic training and now even being uh, in my unit. You know, just I want to be the very best I can at all times, no matter what. I want to impress all my superiors, even though it's not about that. You know, but I, I just that's my that's my thing. I, you know, I just always want to want to be my very best and 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 let that be seen. Because I mean, in in a sense, that kind of leads to you know your promotion rates. That that leads to to how valuable you can be to to your platoon or your company, whatever you know. And so, I, I'm that's one thing that I'm definitely thankful for with, with the with the military. That I feel like it did bring out uh, some of my better my better traits that that I never had the potential to expose because my environment didn't test me in those ways. Mm. So that's just me. Uh, guys, if any of y'all want to chime in at any time on any of your parts, uh, uh, you know, or anything that you agree or disagree with, man, please, please feel free. You know, I feel like you guys haven't said anything at all this whole time, man. It's kind of breaking. Yeah, we're over here on mute. It's a little <laughs> weird. It's like one-sided. It is. Hey, Corey, we're waiting for something else. No, so, um, yeah, no. I mean, but, I've heard a lot of good stuff. Uh, you know, obviously, me and Corey had a prior knowledge of in a relationship with uh, Jared, but uh, I think it's been good. I mean, we're just over here chilling. Good. Yeah, man. Um, I guess you guys have been enjoying this time, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So relaxed. You know? As a vibe, man. So, um, you know, Jared, I feel like we, we've, uh, with this being the first time you and I have, have communicated, I feel like I really uh, have enjoyed uh, this time of getting to know you better and your experiences, especially what you did to, uh, to prepare and mm. how you perceive things. I, you know, obviously, me being a, a junior enlisted, uh, you you know a, lo- a lot more about uh, the day to day than I do, you know, with you being an NCO and whatnot. But um, so, you know, I really appreciate you giving some insight on uh, on your perspective on things. Uh, it's always sure. a pleasure to have to have a professional insight on anything that you're you're trying to to be better at. So we really appreciate your time for that. Yeah, man, absolutely happy to be here. Uh, with that being said, uh, gentlemen, if y'all want to, let's, let's answer some, uh, some of the questions from the Instagram. Y'all, y'all with that? Oh yeah. All right. All right. Corey, we're up, bro. Finally, our voice is heard. <laughs> All right. Corey, you get the first question. Actually, just kidding. Jared's the guest, so he gets the first question. Word. All right. So, uh, like, uh, I'll just recap real quick. So every week we go through, we do a Q and a story on our Instagram. 
uh, I push out the little question box. People put in their comments. Usually it's a bunch of trash pages trying to get us to promote them. That's okay. Like every now page. and then we actually get real questions. And so we took the cool. time, went through all the heartache and pain of pulling through all the questions and we put them up here in the chat for everyone to, to see, think about, and then we present them on the videos. So uh, the first question is going to be, Jared, what is your favorite car? Ooh, um, I'm not a huge car guy, uh, weirdly enough. Uh, I know my way around some tools. Uh, and I've, <laughs> that's kind of, there's, there's a good story that I can bring how one of the Marines I was with, I actually, he got injured really bad helping me fix my truck. So uh, we can we can put that story off one of the time. But Wait, was that when you were trying to put the the kid on it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's I dangerous guess, for anybody <laughs> i guess this is a tangent but it's about cars so I, we had my truck up on the lift and a friend of mine was helping we we're putting a leveling kit on my silverado and uh it has that old man front lean you know i didn't want that anymore so i had the spacer kit it wasn't a really good one but anyway we took the wheel off everything control arm and we took the the shock and we we're undoing it and we had the bolts completely off and uh we're like, okay, why isn't it coming off? And I was like, just give it a tap, bro. And he does, and it comes loose. And this thing's heavy. It has to weigh like 40 pounds. And it catches him in between the control arm and just splits his finger right open, man. He almost passed out. You don't need out. those. Don't need yeah, I'm surprised I didn't get kicked out of the hobby shop. It happens. <laughs> anyway, for the question, I guess, like, I like my truck. There's that. I've had it for a while. Uh, I guess a, a car I've been looking at one day, maybe I want a BMW like a like an r8 or something sweet something no fast. you don't no you don't have, as long as you have the moolah you'll be yeah, good i'm telling you maybe maybe if you join and become an officer you know you might oh, have the money for it big butts man and then big you might butts. have the money for it i i'm telling you i i have a bmw right now i'm telling you right now brother if i can give you any positive advice don't do it dang i, I didn't say that bmw i didn't Dustin, say that. the dream crusher man uh, no but it, so i mean all right i'm biased because i have i have an older a 2002 so it's got it's got a lot of a lot of wear and tear on it all right but i am also a sucker for um for any of the suvs any of the <laughs> any of the suvs I, i'm i'm definitely uh any of the x series i'm i'm 100 for it i love them it's uh yeah but that's not a dream car of mine I, i'm not i don't but they are sharp they do look good dang huh? all right i can't, <laughs> I can't say too much zach what about you what's your uh what's your <sighs> favorite car oh, man you know, I don't really have a favorite car. It's more or less uh, reliability. I, I'm I'm you in the same like boat. Such a dad right now. That's, that's an old man answer. You know, yeah. I just, I've I've never. Uh, I think I guess it's a guy thing, but uh, it's a hit or miss. Like I, I've just never really been into the the car scene, so I don't really know much about cars. I know how to take care of a car, but uh, it, it, you know, it's it's like the least used thing that you pay the most amount of money for in your home like it, it's you pay thousands of dollars for something in the driveway and you only use it maybe once or twice a day anyways that's pretty um, often bro i don't know about you but uh yeah I, but, I drive, I drive the, the heck you, out of you, you, you pay <laughs> think about it you pay 20 plus grand for your car but you pay like 20 bucks for your tennis shoes hey speak know. for yourself guy i haven't paid over i had some high class issues bro <laughs> Hey, I'm telling you, um, three grand for a vehicle. I, I can't tell you. But but just to keep the arguments down, um, right now, I think the best car I have is a fucking van, <laughs> because it has everything. You know, it's like the dad mobile. 
or the mom mobile, whatever. It's a fucking dat mobile. I don't know. Uh, reliability, whatever runs, whatever is easy to maintain. Uh, safety, definitely. So uh, I'll go with Dude, my. Uh, when did you turn into such a dad? Jeez, man, you're killing me. Maybe it was after his third kid. That's probably. Yeah. Okay. 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 Hey, 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 let's, right, right, right. let's go op <laughs> <laughs> sec right now. <laughs> no, I love it, man. I love it. Corey, what about you? What's uh, what's your favorite car, brother? Uh, hmm. We going realistic or? Just outright favorite I mean, one. Whatever you want to go with, man. Whatever, whatever suits your fancy. I mean, I've had a 2012 Dodge Durango for quite some time now, and I'm not gonna lie, these new Dodge Durangos I'm seeing, pretty nice, certified hot rod, everything like that. Mm. Mm-hmm. I could definitely get behind that. Hey man, hey man. Uh, for me, I'm like I'm like you, Jared. I'm a I'm a truck guy personally uh you know i i love uh i love a good uh silverado i think that's a it's a pretty nice truck personally but um i mean if i had to pick a car i'm an old school camaro guy i like i really like old school camaros that's that's one of my favorite vehicles of all time i don't know what something about that that body style uh, nothing like an ss man just pure american muscle they're mm. sharp I think honestly, I came by by uh, honestly with my dad. He was always a Camaro. Fan. He's always been a Camaro fan. It rubs uh, off. Yeah, it does. You know, I, I had I had a Camaro uh, at one point in time. Uh, it was a '92 25th anniversary. It was built, and I'm telling you, man, that thing was sweet. So I mean, I I'm I'm a uh, once again I'm a little biased in my opinion on it, but but I think that's one of the the coolest muscle cars that's ever been out. Uh, was the old school Camaro. So I'm definitely definitely with that. All right, on to the next question, Jared. We'll start with you again. What was what's your uh, favorite thing to cook? Oh, I'm not a culinary expert by any means. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's that's always the point of contention in the house. Is like, who, like I could cook for the both of us, but uh, are you, do you want to like what you're eating? Uh, that's that's <laughs> so dang. That's a that's a tough one. Uh, I like I like meat. I mean. <laughs> No, this stuff that's fast that you can eat. I love that stuff. Uh, You know, things meal prepping. Maybe I just got boring after being just a fitness nut for too long. Um, Anything chicken and rice and veggies, I could live off that for a long time. Uh, But favorite thing to cook? I mean, it the way it's asked, I would say like burgers because you do it. People they look to you to lead them with the food, right? So you're giving the food. You got to grill. You got to do it right. And then when you do it right, there's a big reward. Everybody's happy. They got to eat. So I guess my favorite thing to cook would be burgers for your friends. I like that. I like that. Corey, what do you got, man? What's your favorite thing to cook? I can see you being a culinary expert. Well, I know Gordon Ramsay over here. But I mean, I'm not going to lie. I like to uh, like cook up stuff in a crock pot, man. I mean, most yeah. of the time you can find me getting some chicken breast from the, the local store. And since I'm a new Texan, I got to go to HEB. So I go to HEB, pick up some chicken breast, throw it in the crock pot, put some buffalo sauce in there, let it simmer for a while. I just shred it up, man. Shredded up buffalo chicken burgers. It's pretty oh, good. Yeah. Nice. Most of life, man. Yeah, hey, I like that. Uh, so for me, uh, I just recently discovered, uh, how well I can actually cook this. 
Uh, I like to tell my wife I'm a culinary expert. I'm not at all, not even close. Uh, but I do, I like to cook. I actually enjoy it, uh, grilling or whatever, any, any type of way. Uh, but uh, I made some uh, chicken Alfredo. And I, hey, I'm going to tell you what, buddy, I made it all the way from scratch now. <laughs> all the way from scratch. And um, that's probably my favorite dish that I've ever created personally. Uh, it, it, I just couldn't believe it. I was like, hey, this is honestly better to me than any restaurant that I've been to. And, and I've been to a lot of Italian restaurants. I like Italian food. So. And you know what's in it because you put it there. And that's the best part. It, it, you know, you can't get any, any higher quality than, than uh, what you're creating yourself. And if you're not, and it was, what's the point? But, uh, but yeah, so I was, I was pretty impressed. Now, now my wife and I are doing this, uh, this whole low carb bit and uh, it can be rough. It can be rough. She does the cooking now. Now she's doing the cooking. <laughs> no, it's, it's good though. I like it. Uh, it's, uh, you it's can really make good some, for you. well, you, you, so actually I was against it. She was for it. I was against it. She had done it previously. It worked really good for her, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to rattle myself or I'm going to throw myself under the bus. I was watching, uh, the Rogan podcast, Joe Rogan. And, uh, at the time he was doing this, uh, this, uh, what, what is it? Carnivore. Yeah. It's a carnivore diet. It's all meat, you know, and, uh, but he was talking about how uh, eliminating all those carbs was uh, making such a difference in, in his uh, physique and then, you know, his overall wellness. And so I did a little research on, on um, what, what carbs are actually doing in your body, the way that we ingest them from all the different forms that we get them. And it's kind of, kind of a bad deal, man. Uh, carbs are actually pretty, pretty rough on the old body. And then I started looking at, the old belly and i was like i think this thing could go down a little bit so i'm gonna make some changes you know um because yeah. at the end of the day i don't care how much i exercise i'm a fat boy at heart I'll, I'll, I'll be the first one to admit that i've always been a fat boy and i love to eat i love to eat good oh, and yeah. uh yeah so you know I, I, my mentality's always been i'll just do a little extra work you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. i'll eat like i want to and i'll do the work and make sure i keep it off but you know, every yeah. now and then a little more wants to cling on to you. So yeah. and just to tie this back to what we were talking about earlier, you know, about like diet being part of fitness mm -hmm. is like, if you're on a really strict diet before you ship out, you're going to have a hard time because they oh, won't yeah. cater to you. Not that's just, that's just, that's just the reality. I mean, they have, they say they have vegetarian options and stuff, but you're probably going to be burning a lot of calories anyway. So eat so, what you can. That's something I actually saw a lot. Uh, a lot of uh, the guys that I went to basic with actually were uh, vegetarian and then uh, either vegetarian or they were uh, Muslim. So they didn't eat but a certain type of meat mm. uh, if they didn't eat meat. Uh, and so, you know, it was kind of surprising, honestly, the rate. I, I didn't, I've never personally known that many people that, that ate a particular way, you know, whether it's vegetarian or they don't eat this product or whatever. But these, there was a lot of guys that did. And, uh, they were having a really, really hard time, um, you know, getting the, the necessary nutrients that they needed from what they're eating because they were eating pretty much the sides, you know, potatoes and, and carrots and stuff. And I'm like, dang, man, I, I couldn't imagine doing all the physical things that we're doing and not having the, the proper fuel. You know, it's just crazy to me. Yeah. But you gotta, if you're going to go in that way, if, if you're not willing to budge, like if it's a religious thing. Or if you're just, you know, you're really dead set on like, hey, this is what I eat and I don't differ from it. Well, you need to go in well prepared about what veggies or what particular types of food have what macronutrients. So you need to know what, hey, what types of greens have most protein? Which types of greens are going to give me the most energy? 
which ones are going to give me the vitamins that I need, <laughs> especially for guys. Zinc is important. It's a building block for testosterone. So things yeah. like spinach, uh, spinach is heavy, uh, and, and zinc. So things like that. So be smart. If you're going to, if, if you're going to make, if you're going to give yourself a hardship, be smart about it. Yeah, I, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, like I said, just, just haven't seen it. I didn't personally experience it, but I, you know, sometimes I, you can experience things uh, vicariously through other people and, I definitely saw a lot of a lot of struggles uh, with that aspect. So I'm, that's a good thing to bring up. If you're if you're like he said, if you're strict on on something, go ahead and open your mind up to to what you're going to be um, uh, available in front of you because I, it's it's going to be a little disheartening. I'm telling you, I, I, even for me, and I'll eat anything. I was like, dang man, you know, this you're limited, you know. And and honestly, almost the entire time, Corey will tell you this, almost the entire time we were there. It wasn't a choice anyway. You went through a line, and they threw some slop on a plate, and that's what you ate, you know. And and if you were a vegetarian, they'd say, "Oh, okay, well, we just won't put the main the main entree on there," you know. And so it's just it it is what it is. They they the whole mentality is it's not for it's not for your uh, enjoyment anyway. You're not eating it for the flavor. You're not eating it for enjoyment. You're totally eating it as fuel. This is what your body has to have for you to be able to perform to the standard we we hold you to. So you know, this is what you're going to eat. So, you know, take that, take that into consideration for, uh, for at least 14 weeks. You're not going to be, you're not going to be eating for your enjoyment or your pleasure. You're going to be eating for your body to not pretty much give up on you. That's, mm. it is what it is. Zach, what, a, what, a, <laughs> oh my goodness. So much, so much salt, so much. And pepper. And I know black. everybody's always talking about black pepper is not good for your digestive system. Well, we'll find out later. <laughs> Actually, I saw something good that the Army put out. Uh, I don't remember what program it was. It, it was in some, some prep stuff. I don't remember who it was for particularly, but it talked about salt, losing salt when you work out. And uh, one thing that that really showed itself to me was they're talking about like, are, are, you a, are you a salty soldier? Which means you, different people's lose a different amount of sodium through their sweat and a good you know test of that is you know do you if you work outside and stuff or you work out a lot do you get salt rings in your clothes right does it burn your eyes when you get sweat in your eyes stuff like that does your does your sweat taste salty you know and usually that that's a sign that you lose a lot of salt i'm one of those guys uh, I, I lose a lot of salt through it so that's one of those things uh, you can kind of go overboard with it but i mean when they talk about lightly salt your food you can't go wrong with that man you know throw that in there keeps you from cramping Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a good practice to have. If you're going to be losing a lot of fluids, um, throw some salt in there. Then don't be stuck on these Gatorades and crap. Just like I was talking about earlier about sodas and stuff. That's all packed full of sugar. It's that stuff is made for you to keep buying it. Sugar yeah. is addictive. Uh, I, I'm not going to get on a soapbox, but like, Hey, that stuff's meant for you to buy it. And you know, you don't got time to buy when you're at boot camp. every now and then you can, you can get that Gatorade that they pass out. That's good. Take it. Why not? But don't yeah. be relying on that to save you because what it is, it's water. That's what you're made of is, <laughs> and bones and, and whatever. But uh, stick to the water and the salt, man. Yeah, you know, I, I, couldn't, uh, I couldn't agree more with that. Uh, you know, everybody thinks that because Gatorade doesn't have uh, high fructose corn syrup in it that it's healthy. Uh, yeah. Not the case. I think Zach was actually – I'm not even going to get into it. Not, not going to go down that rabbit hole. But uh, if you want to see what you're putting in your body when you drink Gatorade and its performance uh, – performance drinks, these sports drinks, uh, they're, they're not what they're cut out to be. I promise you. They're, they're, uh, they're pretty rough on you. All of them. They're, they're, they all yeah. have their, um, and their, especially when you're, you're having a, 
you know, you're going through some long days like that when I don't want to get into the stuff about it. I think Zach knows a lot about this too, is that when you, you take Gatorades and soda and stuff, your, your blood sugar spikes and then you deplete it and then you feel worse. So be very smart about that stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't agree. Zach, uh, I mean, whenever. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. no. Don't let me interrupt you. I was just going to say the sports drinks, like they even make commercials about this. Like if you're not doing something to, to be sweating out all your electrolytes and all this crazy stuff, you're not supposed to be drinking them. People go to the store and buy these things like they're, like it's water and drink it all day. But yeah, just, it's not what it's made for. No. You're supposed to be working, you know, working stuff off and replenishing your body. Not, it's, it's not water. Yeah. What's up, man? Uh, I was gonna say, man. Um, I, I know we didn't ask you what your favorite thing to cook is, but we'll start off with you on the on the next question. Uh, what is your biggest motivation or inspiration? Uh, so I actually have both. My favorite thing to do is anything on a grill. Typically meat and a lot of sauce. You know, homemade homemade things. Uh, motivation, and I'll just since there's no really context there to what I'm being motivated to do. Um, Motivation right now, I would say, is my family. So everything I do is I'm looking for the future, like to the future. Um, that's going to be like longevity and anything I do, like trying to be healthy, like we've covered that a lot. Um, anything that's going to promote good, healthy morals to, with me and my family, like just our lifestyle. Uh, the biggest thing would be trying to utilize the military to put myself on a different level uh, of, of status, I guess, in life. And we could actually probably hit on that later on in, in some videos, but a lot of people are against the military going into lower end areas and recruiting really hard, but it's really a good tool to boost people's status in life. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. Um, so that would be a good motivation uh, would be, I want to do the best I can for me, but more importantly, I want to do everything I can beat my ass right now while I'm young and do everything I can to set my family up for success and give them everything, everything I can. Nice. Yeah, I, I definitely can, uh, can see where, where you would draw that inspiration for sure. And being a, oh, yeah. being old dad, man. Oh, dad. Uh, Corey, what about you? What is, um, what is some of your uh, motivation or inspiration or your biggest rather? So since it's a pretty open question, I'm just going to take what motivates me to be the best that I am. <clears throat> it's uh, seeing that there's, there's bad people in this world, man. That's my biggest motivation. Bad people bent on doing bad things. Yeah. So hopefully one day I can, if I'm ever put in that situation where I have to defend myself or those around me against bad people, uh, I'm pretty much at my peak self because if I'm throwing trash in my body, not doing anything, just sitting on a couch, I'm not going to be ready. Right. So I'd like to be ready. So that way I put myself through all these physical activities, keep myself physically fit and mentally fit to uh, handle that threat when it comes up. Yeah, I can definitely see where that would be uh, be a good inspiration or, or motivation for, uh, for being a better yourself. I know this is a, a very, very open uh, random kind of kind of question, you know. It, it can definitely be interpreted any way you want it to, but I feel like you, uh, feel like you definitely hit on good. What about you, Jared? What's uh, what's your biggest motivation or inspiration? Um, there's something that I learned in school. <laughs> pulling out my knowledge here, uh, something called the looking glass self, 
And what that is, is like your perception of who you are, if you were looking at a glass, right? If I was looking at the mirror, who you think you are, right? And I use that as motivation because one of my big fears and the Marine Corps pounds us into you is, is lead by example, right? And I don't want to be the one falling out. I only fell out of one run and that's the last run I fell out of. Uh, and luckily I was still a Lance Corporal at the time, right? And I, I was so hard on myself. You're always your harshest critic. So what I do is I keep that harsh critic close by, right? I don't dog on everything that I do, but I know that people are looking to me and I always thrive when I, I'm in charge of something. Uh, so I try and give that responsibility back to myself in that sense that I know people are watching me. Um, and if I'm going to watch tape, like, you know, like if you ever play football, you know, you watch tape, right? You know, how you did, what'd you do wrong? What'd you do right? <laughs> yeah. Whatever you're critiquing it. Right. You do that with yourself. And I, that's what I do. Uh, I'm not going to preach at you, tell you to live your life, but that's how I do. I mean, you're, you're constantly watching the tape on yourself that, that you're doing the right thing when people aren't looking and uh, you're building yourself as a person, right? You're, you're taking all the right things you need to do. We talked about eating well, we talked about working out, all that stuff, yeah. doing, doing it good. And later on, maybe if you guys want to bring me back on, there's a really good piece of advice I was told that, and you guys, Zach and Corey are going to know about this too, is we got this, this advice from an NCO that was, before you're a good Marine, you're a strong man. And then before you're a good NCO or leader, you're a good Marine. So there's a, there's a escalation, right? You're a strong person, an adult, then you become a good Marine or soldier or airman or whatever, and then you become a good leader, right? There's an escalation yeah. to that. And you got to keep that rung strong. You got to keep those foundations strong. Being a good person, would a good person do that? Blah, blah, blah. Would a good Marine or soldier do that? And would your leader, do you expect that of them? So if you keep that high standard of yourself, you can almost never go wrong, man. Yeah, that, that on a phenomenal point and, and, a, and a great quote too. That, that's definitely something you can, uh, you can live your life by, um, you know, civilian or, or military. I believe that, that that's a healthy mentality to, to, to keep or to acquire, uh, to keep you productive and, uh, and striving for your best self. Um, <clears throat> for me personally, uh, my biggest motivation, uh, inspiration is just to, uh, to obviously just keep growing and, uh, and, uh, try to be the best that I can in every aspect for multiple reasons beyond the military. Uh, I'm like Zach, you know, uh, I'm a family man and, um, I definitely want to work as hard as I can as a young man, uh, and, and hopefully, you know, build, a, a more, uh, comfortable future for myself uh, in my older age. So I think that's, that's what I'm striving for the most. And that's what motivates me is knowing that if I work hard now, then it'll definitely benefit me in the future. Um, uh, and you know, I mean, if nobody wants to work hard their entire life, you know, <laughs> right. there's some freaks out there, man. Um, hey, that's some people lifers. No, yeah. no, I mean, but you know, also too, though, you have to think yeah, once you get to an older age, you know, it, it, for some people, that's what keeps them alive though, is when they get an older age is just to keep that uh, consistent lifestyle, uh, continue to work and, and, uh, be productive, which I think no matter what age you are, you should be as productive as possible, whatever is manageable for you. I don't think there should ever be a time where, you know, where you, where you lose that drive to be productive because part of life is what you give to it, you know, yeah. uh, beyond for yourself, for everybody, what you give back to your community, what you give back to your family, what you give to everything that you invest in. If it's worth investing in, it's worth fully investing in. So, you know, I think that, that, uh, that's a big part of keeping people's, uh, longevity and perspective is, is not, not giving up on what you, uh, what you're investing in. So for sure, yeah. for sure. 
But I have to say, Jared, it has been a true honor and a pleasure to have you on. Uh, I definitely feel like I, I myself personally learned from you today. And I know anybody that would listen or watch this uh, have definitely got some great insight on what it takes to prepare, what it takes to maintain and to progress uh, in the military lifestyle. So thank you so much for your time. Uh, I really appreciate it, guys. I really appreciate you as always being on here and being a part uh, of tomorrow's view. And, um, you know, I, I really, uh, I think that this has been more than productive and, um, I, myself, I appreciate it, gentlemen. Oh yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys for the opportunity for sure. Yeah, yep. definitely. So, um, moving on, I hope you all have a, a great night. Appreciate anybody that, uh, that stopped in. If you have any questions, of course, hit us up on any of our personal or the group page. Uh, mine in particular on Instagram, I'm ye old Hansen. That's Y-E underscore O-L-E underscore Hansen, H-A-N-S-O-N, all lowercase. Uh, if any of you guys would like to drop your handles, I know people would love to reach out to you guys. Uh, so have at it. Oh, yeah. So, hey, uh, down below in the comment section in the description, I'm going to post everything, everyone's information, name, handles, YouTube channel, Patreon, everything is going to be there. Please make sure you check it out. Like, subscribe, do everything, you know, YouTube tells you to. But uh, definitely thanks, <laughs> thanks to all you guys for coming on. Uh, it's been really fun. And it's only episode four. We're still growing. Uh, the journey is still going on. And I look forward to what, what's to come. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Always, man. Well, gentlemen, have a good night. Thank you so much for your time. And uh, I hope to do it again soon. Oh, yeah. Nice.